NBA early season analysis on the splash, particularly the one and only Ben Simmons. And we find out if Wanderers fans are happy with their new coach. It is the 1st of November. Yeah, welcome in to the splash. Plenty today. I'm your host, Phil Pryor. Uh, We're going to do some NBA early season analysis off the top, as I mentioned, with uh, NBA writer Olgan Ulich uh, and also digital video producer Tom Hanley. That coming up uh, a little bit later. Also, we've got uh, a big Western Sydney Wanderers fan and also uh, the Fox Sports Australia digital editorial boss, Tony Harper, uh, in to talk about Josip Gombau being uh, recruited by the Western Sydney Wanderers uh, as the new head coach replacing uh, Tony Popovich. Uh, that to come. Just quickly, also uh, going on in football on the Fox Sports website, all the European Champions League highlights and headlines following a big uh, night of action or a big morning of action, uh, Aussie time uh, more specifically. Uh, NRL, find out when your NRL club returns for pre-season. Uh, that, uh, that story is also on the Fox Sports website. Head to the league section, of course. And a few bits and pieces worth checking out in cricket as well. Uh, why former cricketers are predicting a major decline uh, across Australia. Find out why. Uh, head to the cricket part of the website. Also, uh, a look at James Pattinson's radical spinal fusion surgery to try and save his career. Of course, fast bowler uh, who was shut down for the summer uh, a few weeks ago. Um, And the case for Sean Marsh's test recall. He's obviously in the mix for that number six spot in Australia's batting lineup as we spoke about uh, yesterday, uh, sorry, not yesterday, the day before yesterday on the splash. So uh, worth checking out all that stuff on the foxsports.com.au website. So primarily today's uh, edition of the splash will be uh, checking in with basketball writer Olgan Ulich to talk about how the start of the NBA season has unfolded and some of the major talking points of that, uh, specifically Ben Simmons as well, who's uh, had a superb start to his NBA career. But just very quickly before we get to that, I welcome in uh, Fox Sports Australia digital editor Tony Harper, who's also a big uh, Western Sydney Wanderers fan. How are you, Tony? That is true. It's great to be back <laughs> here. It's been a while. Um, it, it has, it has. Thanks for having me. Yes, a very excited Wanderers fan today, I've got to say, Phil. Yeah, Josip um, Gombau. Yeah, big fan, actually. Always was a big fan when he was at Adelaide as well. The style yeah, of football yeah. that he put together there. I think... Um, One of the most colourful coaches as well. Exactly. Easy to Easy yeah. to love. And, and coming off the Tony Popovich era, who um, was you know, an excellent coach and delivered Asian uh, success and, and grand finals to to the club and took them from basically foundation state, but but not really that sort of uh, charismatic in that sense, you know, different kind of character altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, re- re- really, I'm looking at social media and I'm, I'm not the only excited Wanderers fan out yeah. there as well. Yeah. There's a lot of, I think there was trepidation when Popper left and as he did, you know, just days before the start of the season of where that might leave us this year and and um 
you know, the hope was that, you know, Hayden Fox has stepped in into the breach as caretaker and done a pretty decent job, but you always wanted someone with a personality that could match up with a, with a name, with something that you knew, I guess, what he stood for. Um, Bruce Jitte, uh, the uh, forward who played for Gombau in Adelaide, he was on Twitter just before and said, the Wanderers have made the best signing of the A-League season. Wow. And for an ex-player to say that, you, you sort of get a sense that, um, you, you know, things are, things are changing there. Popper was a very, very hard taskmaster. Uh, he, he drove them and drove them, worked them really hard. Yep. Um, for him, it seemed all be, to be about uh, the ethic of hard work and, and, and fight. And for, for Gombau, you know, he, he's talking today, I think the two words that stand out to me from his press conference today are attacking always. And that's what you'd expect mm. from one of his teams. And as a fan, gee, that's what you want to see. That's what you want to rock up on, on a Saturday afternoon, Sunday evening, Friday night, excited, ready, um, and see him attack. You, you know, you want to see attacking football, possession football, and you want to win the derby. The most recent uh, uh, chapter in uh, Gombau's uh, coaching career has been with uh, the young up-and-coming Socceroos under-23s squad, I believe. Yeah, well, he was with the under-23s, but then also an assistant coach to Ange Postacoglu with the Socceroos during the current campaign. So it's not the best timing for the Socceroos, but then... That is a whole other story with Ange. You know, yeah. what's he doing? What's yeah, he? Yeah. What's he doing with you know with his, his future? But also with the way he's playing, playing it right now. You know, the questions around that. Why is he doing what he's doing? Gombau said today that he got clearance from the Socceroos and he goes to the Wanderers with their blessing. And I think also from a whole a football um, point of view in Australia, we the A League is kind of staggering a little bit and I think that the more personalities you get in there yeah, and yeah. the you know the bigger names I th- also think that it clearly under Popovich the club was a very um, tight operation very close that information um, barely came out he was not an open coach to to media and, yeah, and promotion yeah. wise but Gombau I mean I, I haven't a lot of experience with him um, except watching his teams but I did see him up really close uh, when he was in uh, charge of the All-Stars A-League All-Stars team working down in Wollongong one day and I went down to a training session and the way he spoke to every fan after that posed for photos with everyone the way he dealt with his players but also you, you know the way he met kids and just the uh, effervescence and energy he brought yeah, to that and, yeah. and exuded from there I think they're really exciting times for s- a-League in Sydney, and I think he, him against Arnie is going to be something really special as well. Yeah, definitely. Looking forward to that. Uh, one final question, Tony. Can you read... Uh, should we be reading between the lines uh, on on the Socceroos' perspective that uh, Gombau's, you know, taken on this job? Does that mean that uh, the FFA know what they're doing with regards to Ange Postacoglu? And <laughs> Do you think Ange Postacoglu knows what he's doing? I have no <laughs> idea, Phil. I like... he's He's had five or six press conferences where he's basically talked around the issue and I think I think um, he's playing us all, stringing us all along. I do know that Gombau was considered, or I do believe Gombau was considered as a potential replacement yeah. to Ange. He spoke about it today and said Ange has got the job, he's doing a great job, he's still alive, it's still ongoing, he thinks that he'll... He, he said today he thinks that if Australia qualifies for the World Cup that Ange will go and that's... That's how I've sort of read his comments as well. I know not everyone's read 
Ange that way, but he, he has said a couple of times, I have a contract through to the end of the World Cup campaign, whenever that might be. I mean, I think Ange is a up upfront individual and if he has a contract there, I think what he's saying there is that he he has a contract and he'd like to stick to that contract, but there might be other other sort of forces, maybe FFA forces that change that scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, Gombau, for now, um, I, I love my Socceroos, but I'm really happy to have Ange in charge of them and uh, Gombau <laughs> in charge of my club team. I'm, I'm stoked, mate. Okay, so Socceroos fans, we can keep scratching our heads, but Western Sydney uh, Wanderers fans are rejoicing. Yep, absolutely. Well, this one is anyway. (laughs) Well, uh, Tony, thanks for joining the Splash. Cheers, man. There you have it, a breakthrough for Western Sydney Wanderers fans after four weeks of the A-League season. But it's been a while since we've uh, dived into NBA action on the Splash, uh, which I I probably should apologise for because... Ben Simmons has been absolutely lighting it up, uh, an Aussie favourite uh, instantly. Uh, so we welcome back NBA basketball f- writer for Fox Sports, Olga Norlich. Thank you. Apology accepted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been into me. Uh, and on the splash today, a new, uh, a new face, a new voice, I should say. Uh, one of the digital video producers, Tom Handley. How uh, are we, sir? I'm just grand. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Mm. Tell us a bit about yourself. Um, I'm nervous and scared at the same time. <laughs> they usually come one in the same. But uh, yeah, love my basketball. Love baseball. The World Series on at the moment. It's quite distracting. It's going yeah, on World, world Six going on yeah, in the background. Yeah, but no one else seems to care. Television's behind me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'll be paying attention, more attention to Olgan than Phil, that's for sure. Thank that's you. good. That's yeah. good. Thank yeah. You. yeah. Although, although, quick question on, on the World Series. Yeah. How, is this one of the... The better series of uh, ever, which is how you know some people are describing. You would it. have to say, well, it's the most runs scored in a very long time. And I think the game three had the most home runs in the history of a game in yeah. the World Series game. And last game, I didn't actually get to watch it. Unfortunately, I was at the beach. God forbid. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> that's it was a long beach insane. session. That's it like was, a yeah. five and a well, half. I, hour I left session. the house when it was four nothing, and I was like, Clayton Kershaw's pitching. I mean, the Dodgers have this easy. And then I was looking at it on the way and at the beach and I'm like, it's eight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> play on, play yeah. on. I can beat that. I, I was looking at it at the beach and I was like, damn, it's like eight, eight now. And there was nine, eight, nine, ten. And I'm like, this is getting insane. And then by the time I had gotten home from the beach after the two beers at the pub as well, it was, I just caught the end of the 12th inning and got to see the Astros win the game. So I saw the start oh, and wow. end of the game with the entire beach and beer session in between. You did well. I mean, you mm. get no sympathy like for that. Yeah, well, I, I've, I've missed one of the greatest baseball games ever played. Yes. But you were on a Sydney beach mm. and yeah. the weather was nice. And I'm a little sunburned today as well. You are. I think I'm a little red. It worked well for NFL fans because it was a pretty big day of action and then that ended and Mm. there's always a low after the Sunday night game here in Australia because we still have a lot of the day to go. Uh, In America, they can just go to bed once it's done. Uh, But then we got some nice baseball action in, so it was good. And now to basketball, another American sport. Hey. Uh, hey. Yeah, yeah. back to you, Olgan. (laughs) I was lost for a little bit. I forgot you were here for a minute. (laughs) These guys are just making some noises. Go on. Ben Simmons. Uh, Well, actually, Olgan, you've got quite a number of uh, NBA stories on the Fox Sports website at the moment, um, all doing uh, Mm. pretty well as as well. Uh, No shortage of NBA interest uh, down under, it seems. The biggest, one of the biggest um, stories across the the entire website yesterday was uh, 
about a conversation we need to have. That was kind of the headline with a big picture of Ben Simmons in his 76ers gear. Uh, what is this conversation? Uh, describe it. It it basically revolved around the fact that we're, we've been treating Ben Simmons like a rookie for this entire season so far, as we should be. He mm-hmm. was coming off a, you know, a broken foot, uh, had missed his entire actual kind of first year in the league. And he's playing at a at a rate that just no one expected. Just he's he's the man for a good Eastern Conference team, a team yep. that will probably make the playoffs. And he's he's contributing at every level, um, as far as on the court, on both ends of the court. And I basically made the argument that he should be you know in the conversation to be an All Star this year. Yeah. When you take into account the way he's playing, and then just the logistics of making an All Star team with regard to a fan vote and a coach vote. Um, you know, it's not out of the question that he could make uh, the All-Star team this year. And I feel like that's something we should talk about more and not just treat him like, oh, he's just a great rookie. He's a great player in the league. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's still probably not the best player on their team though, right? With Joel Embiid there. I would, I would make the argument that he is. Yeah, okay. as far sure. as As yeah. far as all-round production. Joel's probably the best scorer on the team. Yeah, the sure. most reliable scorer. But Ben Simmons all-round is easily the best player. Okay. Yeah. 100%. And, like, and mm. even then, I, I, I wouldn't say that Joel even has the, the highest ceiling. I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah. I think they probably have yeah. an equally high ceiling, just, just completely different players. Yeah, yeah. Um, Embiid's probably a lock for the for the All Stars, though, right? Con- considering his popularity. Yeah, gotta Ooh. be. Yeah. yeah, I think probably. both of them are. I think they have a really good run because Philly has a great fan base, and especially with Ben's case, like he's got all of Australia behind him, so they're going to mm. throw in their vote easily. Yeah, yeah. That actually, we're going to have to really get behind that uh, on Fox Sports when, <laughs> when that time <laughs> mm. comes. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. last year, last year, my editor tried to make me start a a campaign to get Joe Ingles into the All-Star game. Hey, it's <laughs> a valid he was, question, yeah. Because he was our best one. You got to throw it out he there. Was, he was shooting the he was yeah. lights out from, you know, behind the three-point line. And so he was like, hey, let's get Joe Ingles in the All-Star <laughs> game. He would be terrible in an All-Star game because he's really not athletic. But he would, he would talk so much trash. I would, yeah. And that's yeah? all... That's all he's oh, the king of trash. 100%. Yeah. But he's... That's all I need from Joe Ingles. But... Yeah, that was never going to happen. And at least so this year, it's cool to have an Australian who's performing at that sort of level, which yeah. we haven't seen yeah. probably since Andrew Bogut performed at, you know, in the middle of his Milwaukee days or toward the start of his Milwaukee days, where he was putting up some pretty kind of incredible numbers for a like a centre. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We will get to Joe Ingles as well because we're going to check in with some of the uh, the Aussies and how they're sort of, um, you know, first several. Uh, games of the year have gone so far but um you know you you sort of mentioned Ben Simmons in uh uh in even in the hunt of like playing as well as some of the best players in the league right now um who were the early MVP uh contenders I know this is super early super but early. too but, early um, really <laughs> oh, okay sorry we'll see you next week <laughs> I don't know if Tom's going to get invited back. On the <laughs> yeah, no, I really just cut myself short there, didn't he's, I? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's questioning my he's, format. Yeah, I'll just get out of here. He swears. Yeah, I'll get out of here. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Compo? Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah. yeah. Really good the, effort. The Milwaukee Buck superstar. Mm. He's favourite for the MVP race at this point. Yeah. Like, like we said, it is super early. Yeah. Um, his team right now is four and two after this game against the Thunder. They're probably going to be four and three, um, but he's performing just a, a really incredible rate on both ends as well. Mm. Uh, you know, up to what thirty-four points a game, which is really incredible. Um, 
He's 10 rebounds a game, 5 assists a game. So he's doing everything for this team. Whether he can sustain it, I Mm. don't know. I don't think so. Um, But yeah, after that, it's kind of... It's kind of just daylight after that, as for now. Yeah, it'll, right. it'll definitely kind of close up a bit. Um, but Giannis is my pick, Tom. Yeah, the thing, yeah, the right thing, now? well, yeah, the thing is, Giannis needs help if he needs to sustain this kind of productivity. Mm. When you look at their roster, they've got really no one next to him that can, you know, assist in any kind of scoring at all. Yeah. Malcolm Brogdon's probably the next best scorer. And what did he have last year? Not when well, he was Rookie of the Year last year, but still, like, he's not going to sustain a team. What do the numbers say? Oh. That'd be pushing it hard there. I didn't have Malcolm Brogdon's numbers down, but he'd be like 10 points a game, maybe five assists. No, That's no, Giannis? Oh, Giannis is at 34 points a game and 10 yeah, rebounds. Wow. Yeah, That's insane. But, and he, well, that's five more than anyone else, but there's no way he can keep that up if the they're thing is, walking though, with him for too much. For sure. The thing is, though, either he burns out mm. or he just can't sustain that level on a team that wins. Yeah. Because he's got no help around him. You're mm. not, you, the MVP can't come from, come from a team that's, yeah. what, 500. Um, and so if he doesn't get more help around him or if the people around him don't step up, um, I know Chris Middleton did last game, but yeah, if that doesn't happen, this team can't win and I yeah. don't think he wins MVP. What about mm. that attempt to dunk over uh, Aussie Aaron Baines? That was just <laughs> rude, <laughs> really. Yeah. Is, I remember arriving at the office that day and yeah. I just walked in and I just like, did everyone see Aaron Baines nearly die today? Yeah, I felt <laughs> bad for him. He took it like a champ though. you got to oh, give it to Aaron. That's some serious confidence right there. Oh, definitely. We're going to talk yeah. about Aaron Baines a little Respect. bit. Respect. Yeah. In a little bit. But he, I'm surprised yeah. he could get so off the ground with such big balls. Like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so Russell Westbrook and you know James Harden, these sort of main candidates to potentially be challenging Giannis for the MVP. You've got a maybe a smoky or two. Yeah, Tom? sneaky hot take. Aaron Gordon, okay, leading the Yo. team, leading the Magic to number one spot in the East at the moment. <laughs> Dropped a forty-point game the other day. Is it what twenty-one points and nine rebounds a game on the number one team in the East? You heard it here first. Aaron Gordon for MVP. I mean, isn't, isn't that about what Ben Simmons is averaging, just quietly? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, but oh. they lose. Don't do it, Phil. Don't <laughs> do it, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> right here on and the he hasn't, dropped, he hasn't dropped 40 yet, so... <laughs> and and okay. look, Aaron Gordon, if he doesn't win the MVP, which I don't think he'll win the MVP, I think he'll, he's the easy front runner for most improved player. Oh, big time. Especially yeah. his, his three-point shots improved a lot. Mm. Um, well, he had a game winner the other day, didn't he? It was, it was like a game sealer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, he's been working really hard with Packy Turner out in Oakland. Ah, um, uh, Packy, my my man. No, yeah. I like Packy. I, I uh, know Packy. He's cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, no, he's been working really hard with him. So I reckon I knew he was going to come in and do something cool. I didn't realize it'd be this good. Mm, um, big time. So yeah, most improved player for sure. Beyond Giannis for MVP, you're looking at guys like your two big men over in New Orleans, um, Anthony Davis and Demarcus Cousins are putting up ridiculous numbers. Yeah, Blake Griffin is putting up really sneaky good numbers for the Clippers. Um, he, you know, he's probably in the conversation, and then your your general ones like LeBron. The Cavs aren't playing too well, but LeBron's numbers are really yeah, yeah, are yeah, really good right yeah. now. I reckon you, you, Blake Griffin's definitely up there. He's mm. completely changed his role in that team to more of like a, from a power forward to a point forward, and then like he's passing the ball with ease. And the shot he hit the other day against I can't remember who it was came yeah. around the screen and hit an absolute dynamite three pointer. Form's looking good as well. Yeah, like he's sneaky good, not just a dunker. Yeah, but. Yeah, it's it's way too early, mostly because we don't know which teams are going to perform well. Because mm. we expected Cavs Warriors finals again, but both teams are playing. Not yeah, they both great lost right three now. games already this year. Cavs lost three yeah. in a row. Mm. Warriors kind of they look off yeah. on both ends, yeah. mm. and so yeah, I feel like we've got to see how that works first before we kind of judge who's going to be MVP. Okay, and boys, just quickly, we've uh, we've almost overstayed our welcome here, but don't rush uh, me, Phil. Paddy Mills, <laughs> uh, a few of the Aussies that we're going to check in on. 
Uh, Paddy Mills, Aaron Baines, and Joe Ingles. Let's start off with Mills. Just very quickly, uh, look, he's not, um, you know, uh, producing uh, what he's being paid to produce right now. Fair to say, right? Mm, yeah. Yeah, I think I think For so. the Spurs. For, for someone who's just earned himself a four-year, $50 million contract, the way he's producing is not really up to par. Well, I think with Tony Parker out injured, it really hurts him because he's, totally. uh, he's not a point guard in my eyes. He's an undersized shooting guard because he's just there to shoot threes or yeah. shoot shots anywhere on the floor. So he's, he's struggling to deal with that yeah, uh, additional he's, responsibility. Yeah, he's trying to push the ball a little too much and it's really affecting his shooting game yeah. and the rest and of his game you know, in general. And like the, the Spurs are starting, you know, Duante Murray, who is a, what, a second-year guard in the league. Mm. And so, you know, there's, they're leaning on Paddy a lot to bring a lot of those point guard minutes. Especially because Manu Ginobili is old. Mm. Um, Danny old. Green is... Okay. <laughs> hey, never be too old. He's like 40 now, isn't he? Yeah. Four, age is just a number. He went bald like five years ago as well. <laughs> He's like he can still play though. He's, he still gets up. Yeah, but so yeah, there's a lot of pressure on Paddy Mills to perform and he's just not shooting the ball as well yeah. as he should be. He kind of looks tired out there. I don't want to really speculate too much, but he just doesn't look like he's kind of at the, the level we expect him to be. I, I feel like he'll get there though. I hope he does. That's not the sign of a player struggling, you know, to do with a bit of pressure, right? No, no, no. That might just be him having a lot of fun in his trip. He did a, like a big Australian trip. <laughs> Maybe he just didn't get enough, you know, workouts in. I, I don't know. But no, it, he just looks Fair. a bit, little bit slow. Maybe that's just my eyes, just what I'm seeing. Maybe he's shooting badly, so that's what I'm okay. seeing. But um, no, no I, I imagine he'll pick it up. If not, it could be an issue for the Spurs. All right. Uh, Boston big man Aaron Baines. Uh, on a more positive note, Talk to me about his start to the season. Um, he's been kind of the glue guy for this Celtics team, um, also on both ends. He's For a team that doesn't have a, a true big man, he's, he's their only center, his responsibilities have just increased. And so he needs to be that guy in the paint. Has that been affected by the Gordon Hayward injury much? Not too much. You know, um, ooh, if, if I'm thinking about it, you know, Gordon Hayward gets injured, and so maybe the... Maybe they have to shift some guys down. Uh, maybe play Jason Tatum at the at the two, which maybe brings Jalen Brown down to the three if they were playing him at the four. And then maybe Al Horford goes down to the four, Baines in at the five. It might give him a little bit more minutes. Yeah. Um, but it's mostly just a team that started the season without a big man or him as the only big man. Yeah, yeah. So he was always going to be asked to be this person. Um, and he's done a really good job at it, you know, just protecting the paint. Mm-hmm. He's, he's probably one of the best in the league at defending the rim. Not blocking shots necessarily, even though we had four blocks the other night. Yeah, just getting in the way. Just being a big body. Yeah, there. He's, it's, and he's it's a exactly big what man. they need. Yeah, yeah. 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 underappreciate the size of the guy. Yeah. yeah, and if you look at Kyrie's production, Kyrie Irving's production, a lot of that comes off Aaron Baines' screens and the the seals that he that he does to get his teammates open. So I want to see that stat. I haven't seen it yet, but that'd be yeah. a, a, an interesting stat to look Still at. Still sporting a terrible haircut, though. I have <laughs> hey, to man. say, he's gone for that Viking look. Yeah, and it's really not working for him. Yeah, actually, we, we yeah. spoke about that on the splash a couple of weeks ago, and we, we thought maybe it was going to be uh, gone yeah, by now. No, I, was, no, yeah. no. I was told that it was going to go soon. <laughs> what over or under on the, on the haircut? Do you think six weeks? Uh, yeah, I go un- under six weeks. Yeah? Yeah, I'm, I'm giving him that. Do you I think just, he's being pressured by the missus to be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, no, I don't, I don't know. I, remember, I spoke to him a few weeks ago. He said the yeah. missus is really enjoying Boston. And so maybe... Uh, what, did you ask him about the haircut? The diplomatic though? answer. Oh, I, didn't, I, didn't, yeah, yeah. I didn't ask him about the haircut. What, is, what do you make of your husband's... Uh, or of your, yeah. your boyfriend... What is it? Boyfriend, husband? Husband? Uh, yeah, what do you make of your husband's haircut? Oh, I really like Boston. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe Ingles, uh, just nailing uh, jump shots from everywhere. Joe Ingles, I don't know where it came from. It started last season and it's just carried over this season. He's just an incredible three-point shooter. Yeah. And you can say he's one of the best three-point shooters. What is he, about 50%? He's around 50%. Again, it's super wow. early. Yeah. But he's, he's shooting it really well. Well, he sustained that for most of last year as well, didn't he? He yeah. did. Yeah. Um, he was one of the top three-point shooters last year. Yeah, it'll be interesting this year because Rodney Hood got injured quite, quite early, which means there's more pressure on Joe Ingles to score the ball. Um, he's looking at the rim a little bit more. Uh, so, you know, whether that added pressure on him, you know, from the uh, opposing defenders is going to affect that three-point percentage. But he's also we'll been see. feeding the ball pretty well, too. Like, he's attacking the rim and just dumping it off 100%. pretty he's, effectively. He's doing a bit of everything. Mm, yeah. um, like, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up averaging, like, 14, 5, and 5 mm. over the next kind of few months yeah. until kind of that jazz team gets a little bit healthy and gets used to Ricky Rubio and Rudy Gobert kind of controlling that offense. Potential hot take. Would you call him the Australian Larry Bird? Just in the style of play, not in the sheer like numbers and actual productivity, but like just the style of play itself. Like he's an all-round kind of guy, plays defense on yeah. offense really well. Very unathletic, like a like, very a very sneaky six foot eight. Yeah, very sneaky six foot eight. Yeah, and he he can shoot it the way Great he passes shooter. the ball as well. Yeah, like like Larry is just really it's, crafty. Yeah, I mean it's a very yeah. tenuous link, but you yeah. could see it. I mean, like I wouldn't I wouldn't say it. I would put put my reputation behind that. But <laughs> I mean, like, like you're saying it, and I won't disagree. Yeah. <laughs> good. Well, you know, Tom doesn't have yeah. as much to, loo- to yeah, lose. Yeah, exactly. I'm just it's a video guy, man. Last, yeah. This last podcast. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> Say anything on it. <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts, gentlemen? Oh, look. I just... Oh, you've caught me off guard, Philip. I just, yeah. I just hope no? everyone gets no? out there, has a bit of exercise, and has a lot of fun. How yeah. do you guys go talking A-League? A-League? Uh, What's that? Is that... Okay. All right. It's time for you to go then. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we were like a sports channel. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining the (laughs) splash. Thanks for joining the splash, gentlemen. Yeah. Thanks for having me. That was exciting. Well, what an interesting (laughs) edition of the splash. We went from the head of uh, Fox Sports Australia Digital to to them. Uh, but yeah, a, another great edition of the Splash. Thanks to all our listeners and subscribers out there. Of course, check out the podcast on Spotify as well as on iTunes. Please hit that subscribe button uh, and uh, and check out the Splash, our Monday to Friday edition uh, here at foxsports.com.au. Uh, and until tomorrow on the Splash, that's a wrap. What are your thoughts on uh, American uh, TV personalities, sport, maybe mainly in sporting shows? I think it must be said. Wearing sneakers with full suits, um, you could pull it off. Oh, it's here or there. Like some guys can really pull it off, and some dudes just look stupid. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a, there's a, not classy. Yeah, like Jay Bayless rocks it hard. Um, college basketball guy I, he was the first okay. one I saw doing yeah. it and now so many of the sports center guys and it's just like yeah like, like there was this old crusty guy on ESPN yeah, no, doing it and no. it was like yeah, don't know, don't know mate yeah no, you yeah. can you can get away with it but it's quite I don't know you gotta have a certain level of swag yeah, yeah. yeah you gotta to pull cool. that off Jay Billis yeah. does have that he's got that and he's got a silky jump shot as well that's correct that helps it that, does help that, yeah. that definitely yeah. helps yeah.